When it became clear that the Douglas County initiated demise of the Tri-County Health Department after 70 years of incredible service would really happen, Adams County began the initiation of its new health department early last year. With Tri-County ending December 31st, the new Adams County Health Department was up, running, and participated in the last six months' transition. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. With its new health department, Adams County also launched new steps in health innovation with their new Health Equity and Strategic Initiatives program. The central focus of the initiative is to determine the components required to achieve health equity for Adams County citizens, urban and rural, multicultural, African Americans, Latinos, and others, along with older adult seniors. It's a task with loads of data to shape their innovative health equity plan. Leading the initiative is its director, Ms. Monica Buehling. I was not part of Tri-County Health Department. Um, My career began in local public health in San Diego and in Denver. And then from there, I spent quite a bit of time exploring the different ways that systems can impact health. So I work for a health care system, I work for a health insurance system, and I also worked for philanthropy where I was focusing on the social determinants of health. Yeah. So I had done all of these other organizational careers. And at the end of the day, I realized that public health is an incredibly meaningful tool to create places where people can be healthy. So when Adams County Health Department was forming and I saw Dr. Kelly Weidenbach, the health, the interim health director at the time, moving towards the future of public health, which is recognizing that health equity is important, that the social determinants of health are important, that public health policy is important, and designing that future of public health That was the catalyst that moved me from what I knew was the most important way to create healthy communities to being in local public health. So where where did the concept of doing the health equity study, how did that germinate? Well, it's interesting because what I will say is that for quite a while, people in public health have known that 80% of a person's overall health and well-being is attributable to factors outside of health care yeah. and the important health services that people receive. And the World Health Organization has recognized that. What we know is that it is the environments in which people live, work, play, learn. It is the behaviors that people and the choices that people make about their behavior, which is influenced by their environments, but, and the underlying social factors in a person's life, such as education, income, job, um, housing status, food stability. Those are the factors that play the greatest impact on a person's overall health, 80%. And so public health has known that for a while. And all public health professionals have been trying to address these issues. And have been doing so for a while, knowing this 80%. And there's been dialogue across the public health field that we needed to shift from healthcare more so to 
these underlying factors and the community's influence health. The Public Health Association has been talking about that. They've been talking about that, and you all decided to figure out a way to get that done then. Yeah. Adams County commissioners, um, when they made the decision to create their own health department, it was rooted in the fact that they wanted more of the good work that Tri-County Health Department had been doing. Yeah. And they wanted more public health for their residents. And they wanted a greater focus on these social determinants of health. And so that, that was the catalyst for us to develop the Division of Health Equity and Strategic Initiatives. The other thing that we know uh-huh. is that, you know, there's, there's these social determinants of health and all these factors that influence people's health. And we know that there are certain populations and communities that experience poorer health outcomes. People of color, people in rural communities, LGBTQ populations, we start to see these patterns and trends. And we saw them, and we had seen these patterns and trends before the pandemic. The pandemic exacerbated everything that already existed and made it very, very evident that we need to design for those who are experiencing the greatest barriers to being healthy. And so that was the other factor, is, is the fact that health equity is critical. And yeah. that means addressing these social determinants of health. And it also means recognizing that there are populations in our communities who are facing greater barriers, and we need to start addressing those as well. One of the things you said earlier, and I guess it's the behaviors again, that if those are determining 80% of our health, you would think most Americans would say, hey, let me, let me change some of those behaviors so I can be a healthy person. But it seems as if a lot of us say, well, no, health is one thing. My behavior is something else, and the, and the twain don't meet. But you all know that it does. Yeah, you know, I think there's a difference. I know there's a difference between what we know and sometimes what we're able to do. And that's important. That's what I was talking about with respect to the barriers that people experience. Mm -hmm. I'll take myself, for example. I have type 1 diabetes. I've had it since I was a young child. Okay. First, that meant that I needed to see a doctor and that I needed access to the pharmaceutical supplies to keep myself healthy. Right. That meant that I needed health insurance and my family needed an income that could support that. So that's that 20% of health care. It also meant that when physicians told me that I needed to exercise and eat lots of fruits and vegetables, Mm -hmm. I needed the environment to support that. If my family weren't able to put food on the table and was having to make the choice of between healthy fruits and vegetables or food that just gets us by, I wouldn't have been able to eat healthy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If my community weren't safe in the evenings, I wouldn't have been able to exercise outside. If there weren't sidewalks and parks in my neighborhood, I wouldn't have been able to exercise. If my mom and dad were working two jobs, and didn't have time or income to get me into programs, I wouldn't have been able to be my healthiest self. Yeah. We are the products of the communities. And so when, when physicians tell us what we need to do to be healthy, 
We need the environments to support that. And there are so many people in our communities right now whose environments don't support the healthy choices. Or said differently, they are facing more barriers to being healthy. And so the recommendations that they receive are ones that they aren't consciously deciding not to do. Uh-huh. It's rather they, they face so many barriers to doing them that they have to make other choices. Wow. They're making ends meet. You know, we have, we have to have a home over our heads, a stable home and a healthy home. We have to food on the tables. We need income to, make, to get us places so that we can have transportation to get places. Sure. Those are the things that we need to be healthy before we can start making our conscious choices about being healthy. Uh, when you were putting this, not so much putting the study together, but when you were rolling it out, knowing different communities may have had different needs, did you have to do a different, um, what, a different question set or a different focus group or uh, to tailor it to each of the communities and, and the perception of what their needs might be? That's a great question. Tri-County Health Department started the study of the community health assessment for Adams County. Um, And we're fortunate that we have um, the talented professionals who did that assessment, the most recent one, which was last year for Adams County. We have them on our team. And what we did is we started with the data, the data regarding the health status of our communities Uh that we collect from a variety of ways. And then from there, we mapped out some of the communities that just have a lot of the, that have a lot of these factors that create environments that we know there are more challenges. And so what we did is we leaned on trusted community-based organizations to talk to their community members. Ah. Uh, so that we were using the trusted partners in the community who know how to connect with people experiencing homelessness, Latino communities. African communities, black communities, rural communities. Um, We leaned on those organizations and provided them with sets of questions to have focus groups with their community members and then also to do surveys with their community members so that we knew that we were reaching, reaching people who are experiencing barriers to health and understanding from them what's important in their communities to be healthy and what some of the biggest health problems are in their communities. So part of it was how we asked the questions. Yeah. And then part of it was asking questions that related to more than the basic health issues that we typically think of, such as cardiovascular disease or diabetes or cancer. We asked about those, but then we asked about the underlying factors as well. Or did the survey or study find some surprises there? that you didn't expect was going to come out of one group or another, and which made you say, I didn't know that they were dealing with that. And, uh, and so you're going to have to have a special approach maybe to help them solve that part? That's a good question. Um, what I will say is that in every community, we heard that mental health and substance use are big issues. Yeah. We heard that housing is something with which people are struggling. We heard that food security is something with which people are struggling. 
And we heard that access to care is so important. Um, and COVID was on everyone's minds at the time as well, yeah, which is also access to resources and access to care. So those things, food stability and housing stability, were newer. We had heard them in the last Tri-County Health Department Community Health Assessment. They, were, they, were, they came out more this time. Sure. Other factors that came out, though, were more related to social supports and community connectedness. And so recognizing that we all need systems of support and communities of support in order to get by and be healthy. And that was something newer. Are you saying, though, that some of the stresses, that some of the challenges of life with housing, with food insecurity, with that kind of thing, maybe increase the amount of stress that we have to carry? And that amount of stress breaks the body down and make us subject to other diseases and ailments. Absolutely. Absolutely. The stress of wondering where your next meal is going to be and the stress of whether the lights and heat will be on or whether you have a roof over your head absolutely makes us at greater risk for other diseases. Mm-hmm. It does. And the stress of not having a support system to address these things also increases stress. Did you see? So that's where the mental health is, right there. Oh, that's true. Did you see different, different responses or different stressors for men versus women? I can say right now, talking to you, I don't recall seeing significant differences in that area, but I don't recall off the top of my head. So, in order to achieve uh, equity, uh, mm-hmm. that means you also have to design pathways to solutions. Yes. Now, that's got to be the biggest challenge. Once you have the data, then how, where do we go with it? And if we come up with some good therapy, some good responses, can the county afford it? Great question. So this year, we're spending the year doing what's next in a public health process. We did the community health assessment. We looked at the data. Now we're going to talk to the community more. We're going to establish a community advisory group um, made up of people who know these barriers and know health equities to advise our work moving forward. So that's our first step is having advisors in our work so that we make sure that we are always putting community members First and foremost. On this edition with us is Ms. Monica Buehling, Director of the new Adams County Health Equity and Strategic Initiatives Program. We will continue our conversation with her on our next edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Get your COVID and flu shots if you need them because it is back. And we do thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.